This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hello, my name is Denise Renner, and I'm so excited about you being with me today. Have you been waiting for me? I've been waiting for you. And I'm so thankful about what we're studying in the Word of God. We're studying how to maintain peace in difficult times. These might be difficult times. You might be in a very difficult time right now. In fact, you might be in such a difficult time that it might be the most difficult time you've ever been in in your life. Well, I want you to stay with me because we've been talking about how to maintain peace in difficult times. And if you need prayer, please let us know how we can pray for you. You know, it wasn't very long ago that I was facing a difficulty and I, I was trying to fight through it by myself. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call somebody that I trust and I'm going to ask them to pray for me. And do you know, they prayed for me and it encouraged me. It strengthened me. It helped me. It was just what I needed. Isn't that powerful? Because when you ask somebody to pray, you're joining with them, with the spirit of God that's inside of them. So the spirit of God inside of them is going to help you because that's what the spirit of God wants to do. He wants to help us. In fact, his name is even called helper. So when we reach out to somebody and we ask for their prayer, then the spirit of God through them, that's what happened to me the other day, just comes alongside you and helps you through that problem. So if you need prayer, please let us know how we can pray for you. Now, if you haven't gotten my book already, Unstoppable, Pressing Through Fear, Offense, and Negative Opinions so that you can fulfill your divine purpose. Oh, there's things to press through. There's things that we have to have an unstoppable attitude for. And many times, friend, maintaining peace in difficult times, it takes an unstoppable attitude. So I want you to get my book if you haven't already got it. Well, I'm excited to open the word of God to you and learn about how we can maintain peace in difficult times. So stay with me and I'll be right back. Thank you for being with me today. We've been talking about maintaining peace in difficult times. We've talked about on these programs how important it is that we be a forgiver and that we don't hold on to bitterness or offense. And I gave you my testimony and told you how that, that unforgiveness and bitterness, it just wrecked havoc in my soul and definitely took my peace. 
And then we talked about how we need to control our emotions, that the spirit of God is on the inside of us. And one of his attributes is self-control. And then we talked about how we need to look unto the Lord and praise him in our difficult situations. And that as we praise him, that it helps us maintain peace in difficult times. And then yesterday, we talked about how we need to see God as bigger than our problem and see our problem smaller than our God. And today, I want to talk to you about something that's so amazing. And we need to know this, friend. And it's knowing and experiencing the lover on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. We want to know everything that we can about him because he's the one on the inside of us who is going to help us maintain peace in difficult times. Now, when the Holy Spirit came into you, his presence came into you, his power came into you. Well, something else came into your spirit and it's so beautiful. It's called nine fruits of the spirit. And I'll read them to you. It's from Galatians chapter five, verse 22. And it says that there is love and, and joy and peace. Did you notice peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. So you can see with me that in verse 22, the third one that's mentioned is peace. And that means that that peace is inside of our spirit. Now, we might not feel that peace and we can't see that peace, but it doesn't mean that it's not in there. Oh, it's in there and it's a fruit and it's not something that you work for. It's not something that you, uh, you know, you said enough prayers for. It is given to you at the new birth. We just need to become acquainted with that great part of the Holy Spirit, which is his peace. Is that not? Is that not magnificent? You know, if you knew a person who was like amazing, like just amazing, and you got to spend time with them every day, and every day you saw something that was amazing about them. You saw how patient they, you, they were. You saw how kind they were. You saw how gentle they were. You, you saw on the next day how they used self-control. Then you saw a week later, this is the most peaceful person I've ever met. Well, inside of you are all those attributes. The peace of God is on the inside of you by the mighty and wonderful Holy Spirit. The peace of God is not like 
what the world gives that they call peace. But God's peace is a conquering peace. It's powerful. And his peace can even stop storms. You say, what? His peace can stop the storms in my life? Well, I want you to go to Mark chapter 4 with me. And this is where we see Jesus. And he is in a storm. And he is in the middle of the lake with his disciples. And uh, Jesus had said to his disciples, he said in verse 35 of Mark chapter 4, he said, let us cross over to the other side. Well, when Jesus says something, he's not kidding. He's not just, you know, well, maybe we'll cross over. No, he said, hey, guys, let's cross over to the other side. We are going to the other side. And then Jesus, he's so peaceful and he might have been tired. It says that he fell asleep in part of the boat on a pillow. I mean, he's just asleep and he's enjoying his sleep. We can just imagine. But then something happens. A terrible storm, a terrible storm comes. And it's like these waves are crashing into the boat. The winds are howling and roaring, and, and this is a terrible storm. This is the kind of storm that's life-threatening. But Jesus, he's just sleeping on the pillow in the storm. And I used to think that probably Jesus was in a special part of the boat where there wasn't any water because, you know, the water's rising in the boat. That's why the disciples are fearing for their life, because they're afraid that the boat's going to go down. It's going to sink, and they're going to sink with it. That water was coming up around Jesus. He wasn't exempt from the water that was in the boat. That water was rising on him, and he's still sleeping. Is that not magnificent? That kind of peace is conquering peace. That peace that Jesus was moving in and that peace that he gave you, it's the same peace. He was not moved by that storm. He was not moved by the howling winds and he wasn't moved by the water that was raising up and starting to cover his own body. That is amazing peace. I was telling this to a, a young woman one time because she said that her neighbors were so loud and she couldn't do anything about it. And it was stealing her sleep. Well, she wrote me and she said, you know, I listened to what you said about Jesus was asleep even though the water was rising up probably on his legs, maybe coming up to his waist, but he's still asleep. He's asleep in peace. And she said, I decided that if God had that kind of peace on the inside of me, that I was going to sleep. 
And she wrote, I slept all night and my neighbors didn't bother me at all. Were the neighbors, did the neighbors change? No, she changed. She recognized the peace that passes all understanding that was given to her by the Holy Spirit that is in her spirit. Is that not great? Well, let's, I want you to look at the scripture with me. So what happens? So in verse 38, it says that Jesus was in the stern of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him, the disciples awoke him, and they said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. The very peace that Jesus spoke out of, he's given you that peace in your spirit. Now, Jesus, he had that same peace and because he loves you so much, we want to know about the lover on the inside. I told you, we're going to maintain peace by knowing about the lover on the inside. Well, I want to show you how much he loves you. And it has to do with the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. And we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. And it says, Or do you not know that your body is the very temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own. Now, friend, the Holy Spirit, he lives in your body. Exactly what I just read. Also, Jesus said the Holy Spirit would be in us. But I want to talk to you about him coming in us because it said you are not your own. In Galatians, it, it, excuse me, in Romans chapter 6, verse 17, it says, But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Well, when Jesus came in, the Bible says into our heart, the Holy Spirit came in. The Bible says that he redeemed us. And I want to talk to you about that word redeemed because there's so much love in that word redeemed. In the Greek language, redeemed is the word Agarizzo. And it comes from a place in the times where Paul, Apostle, was living, and there was a place in these ancient cities, and it was called the Agora. 
In the Agora was where the slaves were and where those who were slave owners and those who came to buy the slaves came to, uh, to buy those slaves. Well, now I remember redeem, we're redeemed. We've been bought from slavery. I just read that to you out of Romans. Well, agorizo, it comes from this place, the agora, where the slaves were bought. So let me give you a picture of what it was like. So you have the slaves, you have the slave owners, and you have the slaves, the, the ones who want to buy the slaves. So the, the buyers would come up, they would look at the slave's teeth, they would slap the slave in the face, they would hit the slave, they would kick the slave to see how much suffering the slave could withstand to bring that suffering on him because they wanted to know how, how great that slave was and if he would serve him well. Well, that sounds just like the devil. The devil, he came with his abuse on us, trying to put us down, kill, steal, destroy. We were owned the Bible says that we were owned by the devil, that we, we, we were servants of sin. And there were those who came to buy us into their slavery. But at this place came another person. That's where we get the word redeemed. And that was the one who bought the slave out of slavery. He said, you don't have to be in this slavery. I'm going to buy you from your owner, and I'm buying you out of that terrible slavery, and I'm freeing you. That's exactly what Jesus did for us. He freed us from the slavery of sin. By his love, this great lover on the inside he came in with his great love, with his great power. He said, I love you so much. The Holy Spirit said, I love you so much. I am buying you out of that terrible slavery. And the Bible says in Colossians that he redeemed us out of darkness and he transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. That's what the Holy Spirit did. Do you see how much he loves you? If we're going to make it through these difficult times, if we're going to maintain our peace in these difficult times, we've got to recognize the lover on the inside and what Jesus did for us, buying us out of slavery. And that was through the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the new birth. He came into us. He put himself in us. He gave us the power of the resurrection, the very love of God. That is how much the Holy Spirit loves you. He's the lover on the inside. I've said to you on other programs and read to you from the Bible that in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Paul was speaking, he said, and do you not know that Jesus Christ lives in you? 
all free. And he's the lover on the inside of you. And if we are going to maintain peace in these difficult times, we've got to recognize we're not our own. We were bought with a price. We were delivered out of slavery, out of the slave market. And we were transferred into the kingdom. It says in Colossians, the kingdom of the son of his love. Friend, for us to maintain peace in these difficult times, we've got to recognize what's happening on the inside of us right now. The Bible says he's at work in us right now. You say, Denise, I don't feel that he's at work in me. Well, it doesn't matter what you feel. The Bible's true. He's at work on the inside of you. Well, what's he doing? Oh, he is working out a plan of salvation on the inside of you that's magnificent. He's saving you. He's delivering you. He's giving you peace. He's giving you soundness of mind. He's delivering you from fear. That's what he's doing on the inside of us. But friend, we've got to recognize his power, recognize that we're not our own and that we belong to him and that he is doing this great work on the inside of us. The lover on the inside of you is working on the inside of you and showing you the greatness of your God and of the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of you and that you do not belong to yourself. You belong to him. Let me read that verse one more time. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Oh, I wanted to open this to you, that we're not slaves to sin. We're slaves to righteousness. He bought us out of slavery and he placed us into his kingdom. We're not our own. We're his. And the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, in your very body. Oh, it's been my privilege, my honor to bring this word to you. If we are going to maintain peace in these difficult times, we need to recognize how loved we are and that the Holy Spirit on the inside of us is a lover and he redeemed us out of slavery into his glorious light. Well, I want you to stay with me because I'm going to be right back and I'm going to pray for you. Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, 
She opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life, as only Denise can do. She talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom, and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into to complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful, life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friend, thank you for being with me. I just want to read this verse one more time because if we're going to maintain peace in these difficult times, we need to know how loved we are and that Jesus actually freed us from slavery, slavery to the enemy, slavery to sin, slavery to anger, slavery to hate, slavery to offense, slavery to sickness, slavery to poverty, slavery. He bought us with his own blood. And if we're going to maintain our peace in these difficult times, we need to know that the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus, the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus, that he's the lover on the inside. He loves you today. He loves you today so much that he can't even love you more tomorrow. He can't love you more in heaven than he does today. That's how amazing our salvation is, is that he loves us today like he's going to love us in heaven. Because you see, he freed us from slavery and sin, and he's the lover on the inside. Well, I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for the word of God that tells us the truth, that we don't belong to this world that, and, and its habits and its, its curses and its sin and its deception, but we belong to you. We belong to you and the Holy Spirit is inside of us and he is the lover on the inside of us. Lord, thank you that you want us to maintain peace in this difficult times and get to know who's on the inside of us, the great lover, the Holy Spirit. We pray these things in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friend, thank you for being with me. I have enjoyed it so much. Let me know if you receive something special from God and I will see you next time.
This program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.